Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. You're listening to Vegas Nation. It's time for Takeaways with me, Heidi Fink. Welcome, everybody, to the Takeaways edition of the Vegas Nation podcast. It's your host here, Heidi Fang, and I'm joined with none other than VSIN's Mike Pritchard. He is the lead analyst for them and also a former wide receiver in the NFL, one of the teams he played for, as many of you might know that have heard him on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. He has played for the Denver Broncos, which is why I wanted to have you come on today, Pritch, not only for the great insight that you can deliver, but because I was really looking forward to seeing what uh, you might be able to break down about your former team as well. Oh, Heidi, great to be with you. I can break down anything and everything, uh, Raiders or Broncos. Yeah, either one. I'm ready to go for you. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So as we look ahead right now, the Raiders have dug themselves into NFL's worst record currently 0-3. How do they kind of start to try to pull out of this nosedive? I know it's a little bit of a loaded question, but what would you suggest is the thing that they need to do to start to turn the ship around? I mean, right now, I think uh, the Raiders lack some confidence. You know, everything's new for them this year. Uh, a new GM, new front office, new head coach, new coaching staff, and new players for that matter. And they just seem out of sync. They just don't seem like everybody's playing at the level that they need to be playing at. And there could be a lot of reasons for that, Heidi, to be honest with you. I mean, you go back to training camp and the Raiders elected not to play any starters, uh, which surprised me because everything's new. I mean, if anything, you'd want to iron out the wrinkles during preseason or, or anticipate the hurdles in preseason. Uh, but no, here we go. Start the season and now the Raiders 0-3 trying to figure it out. And it's, it's dangerous because they're figuring out with a new coach and a new coach in Josh McDaniels who hasn't really proven himself as a head coach yet. He has established himself in the National Football League as a premier offense coordinator. But as a head coach, can he manage something like this? I mean, this is foreign to Josh McDaniels, I think, an 0-3 start. And, uh, you know, how do you handle that? How do you get everybody on the same page? How do you keep everybody believing? And so I think that's where the Raiders need to start uh, before any type of preparation physically. And then, of course, when you do get out in the field, you, you have to have those perfect practices, I believe. Um, I'm seeing a lot of things on tape. Uh, that is indicative of new schemes on both sides of the ball for this football team. You talked about trying to get this team together and going in the preseason. And something to me that really stood out was why wasn't the offensive line ironed out during the preseason? I know that they were trying to get that worked out and they had the Alex Leatherwood piece of the puzzle that they still hadn't yet really figured where he could go and fit in. And once they moved on from Leatherwood, I think that kind of started to sift itself out, but they're still making changes. How do you think they move forward now? Do they keep the same five that they went with last week or do they come out with another new offensive line? See, Heidi, that's why I think there's friction because you move on from a first round draft choice like that. And for whatever reason, I mean, some would say that Alex needs some development. Some people would say he was just on the wrong side of the offensive line because he won uh, the Outland Trophy when he was a left tackle. But the Raiders drafted him to be on the right side, which did make sense to me, but they tried to make it work. And maybe Alex Leatherwood was disgruntled with that. Right. And so I, I think from the Raiders perspective and Josh McDaniels and his new coaching staff, 
everything the Raiders did last year worked. They went to the playoffs. They won 10 games. And so now everything's different and changing. And so I, I don't know what expectations are. And I think that's what the friction, that's what's causing the friction. Because I think the players feel like, hey, we're right there. We're, we're good yeah. enough to be in the playoffs, right? And But now you're you're experimenting, you're tinkering, you're 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 trying to find out what we're capable of, and uh, that right there, I think, can cause some friction. So, I, I that's a delicate balance. And like I, like like I said earlier, I mean, I think those are the things you figure out during preseason, certainly during off season, more so during the regular season when I believe the expectations are the playoffs and getting to the playoffs. I would have thought when they brought in Devontae Adams and they brought in mm-hmm. Chandler Jones, that those things would just be um, as far as the missing links is what they needed would really help work itself out, get more pressure on the defensive line. And then also, of course, with Devontae Adams having their relationship with Derek Carr uh, back to their Fresno State days, I think a lot of people assume that connection would be automatic when now we're seeing the struggles between that connection there was actually Dan Orlovsky breaking it down um, and saying that he thinks Carr is deliberately like not throwing it to him. I don't agree with that. I just think that right. maybe he's not seeing the open coverage or, mm-hmm. you know, knowing or remembering that what Devonte is capable of. And that, that to me is kind of telling that they aren't getting him the football when they could. What do you think about, how Derek Carr tries to rekindle that relationship on the field between he and Devontae Adams. Well, Heidi, you know, if they were running the same offense that they did in, at Fresno state, then I mean, okay, he's going to, he's going to have that instant connection. Right. But sure. uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they have a great relationship and we all know that. And, and now you have a professional relationship, which is completely different uh, and they got to get on the same page. Um, yeah. Dan Olofsky, uh, you know, for effect, <laughs> he threw in the word ignore, you know, and that, that'll get clicks and that'll get people to understand or maybe, you know, find Dan Orlovsky and his analysis here. But uh, it's not like Derek is ignoring him. It's Derek is having issues. Derek Carr is having issues right now with the nuances of this offense mm-hmm. uh, under the John Gruden system. And certainly Olsen after Gruden stepped down, Derek Carr knew the offense forward and backwards up and down, and he could move linebackers. He could move safeties. He could manipulate this. He could manipulate that just to create a play. But now everything's new again. And so in order to get to the nuances of this offense, Derek Carr is more robotic, right? And um, he's, he's, Back to checking the ball down. Back into 2018, 2019, yeah. Derek Carr. And, and so it, it's just those are traits, those are tendencies that Derek Carr has had his entire career. Uh, I think when things are new like that. And but those are the growing pains. And again, you know, the Raiders elected to go in this direction. And it's up to them to make sure that they start the season at a high level. They just haven't. I mean, it, a lot of it is Derek Carr, but a lot more of it, I think, are players around him that just aren't making plays consistently. And, you know, Devontae Adams is not one of those. He is a consistent player. That's why he's a superstar. But, you know, Darren Waller wanted more money, but he's not making more money plays or bigger <laughs> money plays, right? And, you know, Hunter Renfro uh, got a new contract, but uh, he's dropping the ball uh, after, you know, run after the catch. And yep. uh, I, I think, you know, there's a combination of all of that happening all at once for the Raiders on that side of the ball. And then defensively, a new system, Chandler Jones, for whatever reason, is playing linebacker. 
as yeah. opposed to just getting after the quarterback, which I, that doesn't make sense to me either. And then you, you have linebackers thinking too much and they're out of place. They're not squeezing throwing lanes. They're not squeezing uh, curl uh uh, responsibilities or even flat responsibilities on certain plays and they're wide open. There's a lot, a lot of receivers are wide open. So there's, there's a mixture of a lot of things going on that's going wrong for, for the Raiders right now. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit. The next time you're in a company meeting and see one of your co-workers cracking open a refreshing can that appears to be a tall boy and it's in your 9 a.m. meeting, you're thinking, is that a beer? It's most likely not. It's a new mountain spring water brand called Liquid Death. Well, not only is it going to quench your thirst, but it's also going to bring a death to plastic bottles. The donations of 10% of the profits from every can sold will help kill plastic pollution. Their aluminum cans are infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for recycling facilities. Go get Liquid Death at your local Woodman 7-Eleven, Roundies, or Hy-Vee, or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator. Do you think if they moved Chandler just to being a pure DN, that that would help him really get loose? Like, especially against Russell Wilson, somebody whose number he's had over the course of his career. I think it's a total of 16 and a half sacks or 14 and a half sacks. He's got a lot of sacks on Russell Wilson. How do they yeah. let him loose? Well, I, I think they should. I, I think uh, Graham, the defensive coordinator, should just simplify things, you know, and just let these players play. And, that's the thing about playing defense. You can try to scheme your way to success and think and guess perfectly or try to win the game from the sidelines. And I think that's what's going on right now with the Raiders defensive coaching staff. They're trying to call the perfect defense. But a lot of times you just let these guys play fast, let them line up, read and react. And a lot of times defensive players, they want that freedom because they know that they can play faster that way. Uh, so, yeah, Chandler Jones should be rushing a quarterback, period, on every single down. Not dropping to the flat defender or riding a, a tight end. You know, no, that's just too much thinking. I mean, I think pin his ear back, his ears back, and let him get after the pass. So let him be disruptive at the line of scrimmage and let other people kind of hold those responsibilities. I, I think if they can condense the playbook uh, and, and let these guys play faster, that'll be helpful because that – that is showing up all over the place on tape that just guys are just out of sync. Mm -hmm. uh, they're thinking and, and they're slow to react a lot of times. Yeah. Um, and as I mentioned, facing Russell Wilson, uh, somebody mm -hmm. that is a very highly decorated career in the NFL, right. uh, the wide receivers that he has right now, it seems like he's connecting more Cortland Sutton than anybody else on the team. But um, when they also have the two headed monster of Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, what do you think the best, way to be able to stop this particular offense is is it getting pressure up front is it containing one of the receivers how do they take away russell wilson's weapons and the uh try to take away the run game to put the raiders over in this one what's fortunate about the raiders being at home in this game is the fact that the broncos are struggling offensively uh they want to run the football and, and they're successful at times. Javante Williams is an amazing running back. He will break tackles. The, the Raiders better wrap up uh, when they're trying to tackle Williams. Gordon, 
if you hit him hard enough, he might drop the rock on the ground. So uh, two yeah. different running styles, two different running backs, but they're inconsistent uh, with the rushing attack because of their offensive line. The right side of their offensive line for the Broncos uh, is in flux. They, they wanted Billy Turner there, but he's been injured. Uh, and so it's a makeshift situation over there because of injuries. Uh, you know, in a passing game, Russell Wilson is different because he doesn't have the capable receivers like he had in Seattle. DK Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett, those are, that's an amazing duel. Uh, the Broncos currently, they don't have an amazing duel because Jerry Judy's been banged up. Uh, KJ Hamler's been banged up. And Cortland Sutton, who is their number one guy, is a 50 50 possession receiver at best. Right. And, and so the offense is not prolific from a tight end position either. It's not a prolific offense like Russell is used to. Uh, they're trying to create more, but I, I don't think they have the personnel to do that. So uh, that, that uh, I think for the Raiders, they're going to catch a break in that regard. But again, it, you can't think out there uh, and then certainly be able to tackle, be sure with your tackle. And, and I think the Raiders defense can have some success that way. And then you take Russell Wilson with a new team, new offense on the road, uh, and, and crowd noise, you know, at Allegiant stadium, that, that just doesn't bode well either. So I, I think the Raiders really have a significant advantage, uh, when it comes to their defense going up against that Broncos offense right now. You said the word injuries and my ears perked up. We don't have, as of the time of this recording, the most recent injury report for either team, but uh, the Raiders right now in the midst of trying to regroup after the loss to the Titans, they, you said the word injuries there, they have missed a couple of their cornerbacks um, during practice. And then now we don't have the latest injury report, but if Nate Hobbs and Rocky Yassin are not able to go and Trayvon Merrick's another piece of this puzzle and Denzel Perryman's another guy, Hunter Renfro, there's injuries piling up for these Raiders, particularly on defense. Um, first, if they can't get Nate Hobbs and also Rocky Yassin ready to go, how concerned are you about the depth in the secondary? Very concerned uh, because now you're talking about practice squad players. And, um, you know, if you look at the injuries and, and just trying to project what's going on, Heidi, Nate Hobbs with a concussion, can he clear concussion protocol? I mean, that's hard to do mm -hmm. uh, week to week, right? And, and, and so I would anticipate Nate Hobbs not being available. Uh, and then when you think about Rocky Yassin, I mean, he's got a knee issue. And, uh, you know, depending on what the knee issue is, obviously uh, doctors, a doctor visit in the locker room prior to the game can help because of uh, the magical uh, drug of Toradol. Yeah. Uh, but it depends on the injury, right? I mean, if it's significant, then you don't want to mess around with that. But if it's just something you can get through and just got to get rid of inflammation and, and, and stuff like that, then yeah, I mean, I, I think you can anticipate Rocky Hassan being out there. But if not, yeah, they're thin. Uh, but, you know, in terms of the matchups, they're thin, but yet so are, the, so are the Broncos at wide receiver. They're thin at wide receiver too. So mm -hmm. uh, next guy has to step up that kind of mentality. But, but then, in fact, too, if they do call up players from the practice squad, they got to be ready to go too, which leads into the fact that I think uh, Patrick Graham will simplify things on that side of the ball this week. All right. So what are Mike Pritchard's keys to the game here? Again, the lead analyst at VSIN, and you can catch all of the information that he puts out there. Uh, the betting experts deliver all the news, analysis, sports. The fans need to inform their wagering decisions at vsin.com. Pritch, what are your keys to this game? Oh, Heidi, keys to the game is, wow, put your big boy pants on, Las <laughs> Vegas Raiders. My goodness. 
You know, you wear shoulder pads. You're going to get hit from time to time. Go out there with good habits and catch the ball with two hands. Uh, big plays are there. Make them. Uh, and then be consistent. Uh, and that's on both sides of the ball for the Raiders. So, you know, in, in the red zone, uh, you have to be acu- acutely focused, you know. And, and yes, you're going to get hit. Everything happens faster. But hold on to the football because it feels mm-hmm. great after you score a touchdown. You're not going to feel that hit. Uh, and then defensively, simplify things and and cause havoc. Play at a million miles an hour, uh, but play uh, contained and, and, and certainly with responsibilities. So uh, those are my keys right there, Hyde. I mean, if the Raiders do that, uh, they should win this game and, and taste victory for the first time this year. I think my colleague Adam Hill said it's been um, only 30 teams ever in the history of the NFL betting numbers. And I may be wrong on that number, but I think that's what he said that have still been favored after mm-hmm. going 0 3 in the NFL. Raiders right now minus two and a half and the over under 45 and a half uh, because you have the Visa and betting you know, experience here. What, what do you make of those numbers? I like them. I think it does favor the Raiders, even from um, an eye test. You know, you, you look at the Raiders and how they played. Yeah, they're 0-3, but they could easily be 3-0. and um, You know, making a case for the Broncos, maybe maybe they're appropriate at 2-1. and You know, uh, the game against Seattle, uh, they could have won that game. But then, you know, Houston, you could see ways they could have lost that game. And then last, like last week against San Francisco, obviously they could have lost that game. They had one drive to win it. So yeah. the Raiders over the last five seasons, Heidi, seven and three against the Broncos. So they've dominated the Broncos when you think about the win-loss situation over the last 10 games. And so with that type of record, with that type of confidence over that roster, the only thing's really significant about the Broncos is that they added Russell Wilson, but he's nowhere near what Russell Wilson has been years ago. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think again, the, the Raiders from a confidence standpoint, uh, being at home and being desperate for a win. I mean, even from a betting standpoint, that that's something that uh, is highly attractive right now. I love it. Great stuff. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me here on the show. Sorry you had to battle through my brain fog as I battle a cold. I really appreciate the time. And again, you can catch Pritch and the VSIN team of betting experts and all the analysis you need for your wagering decisions at vsin.com. Pritch, thank you so much again for the time. Heidi, anytime. And I hope you feel better. Thank you so much. And this episode of Vegas Nation Takeaways was brought to you by Station Casinos, STN Sports. Download the mobile app today. We're also presented to you by Blue Wire Podcasts and by Liquid Death. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. I'll be back next week. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the STN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit.